The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. Welcome to another episode of The Kickout. My name is Skillet. My name's Tay. My name is Dikembe Mutombo from the Denver Nuggets. I'm a center. I play center. <laughs> and I'm mixed today. And Mex is um, 30. Ladies and gentlemen, he is 30. And he is married. <laughs> I'm 40. And I am flu just, just realized that Max was married and the age of 30. He thought he was a young 21-year-old man until so let me yeah, so let me apologize to the anybody listening as well. When why is that why is that man talking to him like he's like he's 21, 20, he's a 30-year-old <laughs> man and what my ass? I apologize Mate. to everyone ever. Flu, you could have kept the kayfabe going, but you know, you've let it all out now. Yeah. DJ Ace, DJ Ace will be joining us very soon. Uh he's he's gonna How tag you. How is this? Yeah, for all I've been talking to him like he's a wise DJ. He's probably twelve or something. I <laughs> it's all coming out now, Flu. It's all coming out now. Um, how was everybody? Before we start talking about the world of wrestling, um, how was everyone? Tay, was your birthday not too long ago? It I see was. You, I see you celebrating getting the wonk in the club. <laughs> Of course, bringing, of course, we're bringing, yeah. bringing the soca vibes to your household. I noticed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope you had thank a good you, birthday, too. I did. It was great. I did. Spent it with uh, some of my girls. It was good. That's good. That's nice to hear. And uh, we were we had we had Valentine's Day uh, over the weekend. Uh, Max was telling us a story that how. Mm -hmm. He gave his gift to his wife in a Tesco bag. You lot are burying me today. <laughs> is, this, is this what we've come here to do? The romance, romance is truly well and alive in the young Mexico. Man, you, young man, do not talk to your elders like that, young man. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll go straight to your room. Oh, gosh. You're the man who doesn't know anyone's age. How long have you been with Sophie now, Flynn? Five years? Six years? Uh, it's been eight years. Um, she told me. Eight years. <laughs> she told me. Yeah. Uh, you know, are we gonna? Uh, huh? Huh? Are you gonna? Uh -oh. are you gonna put a, put a little ring on it. You gonna put a little ring on it? What's well, going on? She bought me a 1991 Doctor Octopus toy for Valentine's Day, so she might be the one. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, absolutely not, Skillet. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was I was willing to do I was willing to do a, a, a speech, not a best man speech. I don't expect to be the best man, but you know when you're drunk and you get up, and say, hey, hey, I know Sophie, I know Skinner. The first <laughs> thing you need to do is make sure you say the wedding vows, you know, and then start the stone cold promos on your wedding day. And a cake comes out, not a cake, a snake. You get a snake to jump out like Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, the matchman wedding, the matchman wedding, yeah, well, the, that's classic, bro. What about you, Skillet? How was yours? It was, you know what? Unfortunately, because her mum 
caught COVID recently. We, was, we had original plans that she was going to come see me, but we can't risk that in the moment. Her mum just came home. So we just did a little um, Zoom and dessert. It was a bit disastrous. I'm going to lie to you. It, was a, it, went a bit, it went a bit haywire towards the end, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep it going. Love, though, Skillet. Love, love, love. I hope so. No, no, it is. Yeah, no, yeah. We just got, we just drank too much and um, fell asleep. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, kick out viewers. Yeah. And if you're in a relationship, happy Valentine's. If you're not in a relationship, still celebrate it with, with loved ones and friends. You know, you can give your friends a Valentine's Day gift. I think you can. I think you can. You can't I trust me. I think what I did you give your friends? Listen, I saw this thing on Twitter and I was like, you know what? I would do something like that. So this guy came around to see his brethren, his good friend, and he opened the door. He's like, hey, happy Valentine's Day, my G. And he gives him a box of sweets, a Lucasade, and a packet of like penny sweets or something like that. And, and he's like, it don't have to be romantic, man. It don't have to be romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and the man had, he was wearing a red do rag. He had a red do rag, like he's Cupid. He was like Cupid, but with his friend. <laughs> it was just friends. I know. Do penny sweets. Yeah, friends. No, you can't really. No, I would. I, I would be very weirded out if my friend gave me Valentine's Day gifts. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's, was there ever a Valentine's Day character in wrestling? Of course there was. Sal Salvatore. What was that Italian wrestler? Salvatore Sincere. Salvatore Sincere. There we go. Mm. Did, did anyone remember Salvatore Sincere? Oh, Max? Hardly, no. I remember, I, I believe, uh, the wild man Mark Merrow's debut was against him, which was the first time I saw the shooting star press, which were the first, you know, when you, when you first see those moves, it was the first time I saw the shooting star press. I'm sure you had skillet in Japan and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So that was the first time you saw the shooting star press? Yeah, wild man Mark Merrow doing it against oh. Salvatore Sincere in his debut. Salvatore Sincere. That, was, that didn't last long. That didn't last long. Do you remember what was that tag team? No, Chuck Chuck and Billy was kind of like a Valentine's kind of gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we we'll call it. It was a Valentine's gimmick. <laughs> that that was a full-on LGBTQ thing, mate. <laughs> no, yeah. but it was funny when they were getting married and they were like, gay, we're, we're, we're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. You know, I actually, I actually, you know what? I actually like that tag team. I actually, that tag team was hilarious. Was they great. were fun while they lasted. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember the dicks? That was, that was awkward. Who they was, were, who, who were, I don't remember who they were <laughs> in terms of wrestling, but it was two greased up dudes that used to wrestle on SmackDown. They were small and they were called the dicks. They didn't last long. That was the name's familiar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the name of that Greece? The guy that used to put baby oil on him and do half naked. Val Venus. Not Val Venus, but that's obviously. It was, that's um, it, was it Big Dick Johnson or something? I believe when he used to come out and spray himself and do something like that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but was, yeah, Val Venus. Big up to Val Venus. The two. It was a, was that flu? Flu cut out there. Sorry, um, uh, yeah, Big Dick Johnson was a guy that Triple H. He was a guy who worked backstage who they thought he was amusing, so they demanded he went on television and greased himself up. Uh, and course, if we're thinking Valentine's Day, though, one of the better main events: Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in some Valentine's Day massacre. The so, debut of Paul White, a tremendous event. Big Show debut, man. I remember. I remember when he first debuted. I was like, I was, I because I didn't even know Big Show was looking to be Goldust W. So 
that was a big shock for me. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really had much other Valentine's themed stuff. We, I think this not, is stuff not we Valentine's, to... but there's Mark Henry sexual chocolate. There's of Viscera. Course. It wasn't Viscera big something. Big 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 Daddy V. Yeah. So yeah. And and he was moving to Trish Stratus. That was that was actually some good promos. Him and Trish had some good promos together. What was his gimmick? Was he the world's largest lover or something? What something like that. Yeah. World's largest sex machine. I think it was. Mm-hmm. What about love storylines? Obviously, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, and, uh, and um, Macho, of course. The, the Macho Warrior end of that match when Elizabeth comes back is still one of the WWE moments. Uh, what? Um, when, when Elizabeth comes back and says, "Oh, and, and she attacks um, Sister Sherry," yeah, and they hugged in the ring. That was uh that was an amazing moment, and people were crying in the crowd. Aww. I thought the um, the Jericho Trish Christian thing was quite. That was good. So oh, she broke his heart at WrestleMania 20 and she went with Christian. That was really hey, good. What's your, what's your favorite romantic storyline, Tay? Um, do you know what? I really don't like, I, I hate romantic storylines in wrestling. I really do. Um, that was not a question. We all agree with you. <laughs> as, we, as we've seen by this week's storyline with pregnant Lacey. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, do you know what? I would say. Actually, I hated all the promos that they did, but I would just say Edge and Lita, just because it was a bit real, like with Matt Hardy and all that. Oh that man, I, I hate deal with a little bit. That stuff was so awkward, man. Yeah, did you read the stuff though about that recently? No, go ahead. Uh, she's done an interview, uh, Lita. It might, might yeah. have been on. Um, it might have been what's her name? The um, who's the commentator? Not the commentator, the ring announcer. Uh, La- La- Garcia. Um, yeah, I think yeah. she was on her podcast and she basically said that she didn't want to do it and Vince McMahon told her if she didn't, she was fired. Which is one of those where you're hoping it's being quoted wrong because if that's legit, that's really weird. And that well, particularly, I'm, I'm... it particularly pertains to the um, the sex act thing her and Edge done in the ring. In yeah. the um, bed, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was oh, that, that she didn't want to do and he said that you're fired if you don't. That I think it. I would have just been fired like that. <laughs> Even when I look back on it now, it's just cringy. So cringy. Other, it's poor. other than that, Vince McMahon's, you know, it, it's absolutely spotless. He's done nothing wrong <laughs> other than that. So it's just out of the blue, isn't it? He just, he's been normal, 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 normal. Demands a woman has a sex session with me. Normal, normal, normal. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird noise I just made live on some kind of weird street. I went, Hit! did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear me go? Hit! So I'm, a, I'm no. looking at this article by the hmm. Sportster, and hmm. they've done something called Wrestling Happy Endings and Wrestling Nightmares. So they've got like a top 20 list, right? So you've got number 20, Alberto Del Rio and Paige. What do you think they gave that? Nightmare or Happy Ending? Nightmare. nightmare. Absolutely, they gave that a nightmare. Very much uh, so. Skip and Sonny. Nightmare. Nightmare. She had Sean Michaels. Jo- John Morrison and Melina. Nightmare. She had <laughs> sex with Batista. <laughs> wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's yeah. facts. Yeah, that's facts. But he, he let he let her. He, he let her though. It could be John Morrison let her. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't. She didn't cheat on John Morrison. Let's get that. I want to make that abundantly straight, right? She did not cheat on him, right? It was consensual, 
and Morrison allowed her to like gave her consent that he she could sleep with Batista. Bro, bro, obviously, bro. obviously it ruined the relationship afterwards. Bro. But but <laughs> He, I feel he like said, I know what Mets is going to say. Like, I don't think he allowed it. I don't think he had a choice. If Batista <laughs> turns up to your girl, there is you're no like, letting allowed. Like, babe, like, babe, you're going to have to go through. Sorry. Bro, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't a house in a state agent. There, there's definitely no letting. Like, <laughs> it's by force. All it right. It's one of those things, though, where, um, it, I mean, what do we know? We don't really know what happened. It could all be bull. But apparently... 100%. That's one that no, but that's one of the rumors why Morrison has never quite made it to the top because apparently, when he didn't go and stand up for himself as a man, he lost some respect backstage. Apparently, yeah, I what can imagine that. I'm just a piece of shit. In, a, in a Vince McMahon <laughs> world, that makes perfect sense. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Steve Austin and Deborah, bad. She had sex with Jeff Jarrett, so that's a nightmare, right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, we all knew what happened with the domestic, the domestic violence. Uh-huh. We don't. That's, that's one we don't talk about. You know, you can cancel people. It, you can't cancel Austin, so we're yeah. just going to put that one to one side because we're all massive hypocrites. Excuse me. But they're going. But they're going to. Um, they must. They must highlight that in the documentary they're making of Austin. The, no they chance. have to. They have to. They have to. They have to mention that. Daniel no, Bryan and Brie Bella. Oh, that's, that's a good nice. ending, isn't it? Happy, happy ending. Yes, that's right. Ending, that's it. Test and Kelly Kelly. No, that's not... Wait, wait. That was, a night, that was a nightmare, yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Test was with her when he overdosed and stuff like that. Not with her, but they were dating. They were dating around that time. I still can't believe Test is dead, man. Yeah, that was sad. That's sad. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> Undertaker Michelle McCool. Happy ending. <laughs> Nightmare. Oh, I, I don't think I'm going to even say this one. Kevin Definitely. Sullivan. Kev, Kevin Sullivan and woman. I'm going to skip that one. Very bad. Very bad. Booker T and Charmel. Happy ending. You know, they got, I think they got, I think they got remarried. Well, double happy ending then. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> if you look, if you look at Booker T's Instagram, he's dressed in a suit. She's wearing a white dress. And he says, I, I say I do a thousand times over. So yeah, I, I think, think they, they might. I think they renewed their vows. I think they renewed their vows. So very happy ending for them too. That should be really high up on the list, to be honest. Goldust and Marlena. Nightmare. The Miz. Have you ever have you ever looked up the the New Jack Marlena stuff? I know. No, yeah. I haven't. Don't I don't know. do it. It's just sad. don't. Look. It's sad. How many people have just stopped the podcast now and are, are just googling New Jack Marlena? <laughs> <laughs> now look directly into my eyes. It's weird, <laughs> Miz and Maurice. Marie, Marie, what's it? Marcy? Maurice? Maurice, Maurice. Maurice, yeah. yeah that's yeah, very yeah, happy yeah, ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Matt and Lita. <laughs> John Cena and Nikki Bella. Uh-uh. Mark Merrill and Sable. Uh-uh. No. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Kurt Angle and Karen Angle. No, that, that fell apart as well. Did you actually, sorry to go back, uh, Mark Merrow tells a funny story about the um, the Sable Brock Lesnar thing. He was telling a story where he was just like, oh, what, I've heard you're sleeping with one of the guys. Who is it? Who is it? And she was like, it's Brock. And he was like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> See, that's letting him. <laughs> yeah, he actually makes the joke. So I was like, good for Mark Merrow to go, well, kick his, who? 
All right, we did it then. Rusev and Lana. Happy ending. Yeah. Oh, Triple H in China. Ooh. No. Eddie Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero. Happy ending. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the last choice, I can't believe they went with this. I am, I'm not even going to say it. Don't, don't. I know what you're going to say. So don't. Yeah, you know what I'm going yeah, I, I, no. I can't believe yeah. that. Why did I even read that list? I feel disgusted about myself that I read that list. Yeah, when oh, you even, even, huh? Where did you even get that list? Sportster.com. Sportster. You're going to get off some weird cookies, man. You're going to get off some weird cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go for the number one choice. Like this. Maybe you'd like that. I don't. I <laughs> like that. I would say I would say this much. It was obviously a nightmare ending. So yeah, you guys yeah, can kind of figure that one out. Yeah. yeah. Because you can figure that one out. All right, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh Max, we'll come to you first. Actually, before we talk about Monday Night Raw, Max, do you have any news of what's going on outside of wrestling? So I don't really want to talk about this, but it is news. Obviously, for those that have been watching, we've got a, a superstar in Impact called Kira Hogan. She is their knockouts champion or one half of the knockouts champion team between her and Tasha Steeles. They're called Fire and Flavor, I believe. A knockouts championship is the women's tag championships over there in Impact. Um, last couple of weeks, she has been targeting Sasha Banks, if you like, saying that in terms of appearance, hair, outfits, you know, is she's copying her and all of this kind of stuff. She does have previous doing this with Ember Moon a couple of years ago as well. Um, however, it went from what I thought was just a work and just, you know, trying to get some attention online to what was really ugly, um, in a, in a, what do you call these things in, in Instagram live last week, Tuesday, while impact was going on, um, obviously impact is pre-taped. She is doing an Instagram live with her tag team partner and they're literally at first, I, I won't put it down to them completely. The fans wanted to her to kind of lay into Sasha Banks. They avoided it for as long as possible. But for me, it's just weak because you're in control of what comes out of your mouth. So you can't really say the fans egged you on to do it. But yeah, the fans egged them on somewhat. And then they just laid into Sasha Banks. They proceeded to make fun of Sasha Banks' mental health, um, which was obviously in question. I think some of us all knew, especially when I think her and Bailey dropped the tag team championships at WrestleMania. She was off TV for about four or five months. Mm. Um, made fun of her mental health. Made fun of her husband, how her husband looks. And saying that her husband's ugly, just some really nasty, like um, mean girls kind of stuff. Um, and you know, this is poor. Whilst your your TV show is airing, whilst your champions and should be representing that company in the belt, it's sad to see um, women kind of go at each other like this, especially when they're 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 not in a field of many. There's a few of them, and um, you know, she's very good, and but she's very young in her career. And one day she may want that move to WWE. And we can't lie, if we're all honest with ourselves, Sasha Banks is probably the biggest female star in the world right now when it comes to wrestling. So to some degree, she may even be a gatekeeper as to who's coming to WWE into my division. And then, you know, this might then turn into, oh, Sasha Banks blocked opportunities for me. So, yeah, not something we like to talk about when we're talking about wrestling, but um, I guess it's the real reality of things. And yeah, I just felt like, it could have been managed better. We don't need this kind of negativity around in the industry. Do, do we sorry, know it? Yeah, Kim Hogan. Sorry, Flea. Sorry. No, Flea. I'm sorry to you, mate. Sorry, go ahead. 
do do we know if Kara Hogan's ever met Sasha in person? So yeah, this is and like obviously I can only obviously go off everything that's been said. I'm trying to piece together loads of stories. A lot of people have said that Kira Hogan, um, this came down to an incident where as a fan, Kira Hogan met Sasha Banks and like waited in the airport for her. One time she was coming home from a show. Um, Sasha Banks didn't react very well to her, um, maybe didn't give her an autograph or spend any time with her taking the pictures. But at the same time, and yeah, they said that she was quite um, bitchy and stuff. People have then backed that up by saying, yeah, they've heard that Sasha Banks can be quite bitchy and stuff like that. Of Again, this is all just um, what the stories that are out there being said. Um, but you have to, at the same time, if that's the example, you have to think, you know, someone's just wrestled. They've done a long flight home. Do they want to be taking pictures and stuff at 3 a.m. in the morning in the airport when they're trying to get home? So that that's what they're saying is the root of the issue again don't know how true or false this is but um yeah flu what were you going to ask uh I, I i was going to say it's not even it's definitely not a work it's definitely not a kind of a wrestling thing it was just a little bit annoying that's what I thought it was. Like I said, when it started with hair, like she's copying my hair and my outfits online, that I thought, yeah, this is just, you know, trying to get attention. It's a work and that. But when it went into, you know, making fun of her mental health and how her husband looks, I thought that's a bit much. It's can't yeah, be that's not just nice. wrestling anymore. So, yeah. And that's not nice at all. That's not a nice thing. I, I lost some respect there because um, I remember there was a time when she took a photo a few years back with Nat uh, Natalie. Nied her, and I was excited to see that because I actually do rate Kira Hogan as a wrestler. I think she's actually yeah, great. she's good. But um, when you're going cray cray and sending shots, well, I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit much, man. Um, okay, is she, and is she actually a Hogan. <laughs> no, no, no she's she funny here. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 she isn't. She isn't. She isn't. Why would you choose Hogan then? Well, it's, well she had that name before Hogan got exposed as a racist. To be fair. Oh, okay. But um, okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's a homage to Hogan or uh, is she? Is her name really Hogan? I, I, don't, I don't even know if her name's really Hogan. I don't really know. <laughs> imagine, imagine if it was a homage to Hogan, and you find like, <laughs> you find like he's racist. They're like, oh damn it! I was going to stick with it anyway. Stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a new few, a couple signings. Um, uh, by the WWE, I know Christian Casanova got signed. And um, but there was somebody else who got signed next. Um, I can't remember his name, I don't really know much of his work. A ginger kid, do you know much about him? Ah, uh, his name's left my head, but I know who you're talking about. These, these are just, um, without any disrespect because we can't, can't remember their names, these are just like really good indie talents right now. Yeah. Apparently, WWE in the last couple of days have signed about 25 um men and females from the indies. I don't know what their plan is. Um, some of them from TNA as well. A lot from TNA. A lot. Yeah, TNA yeah. A few from a few from Sammy TNA. Callahan from WWE. What was that? So, not not Callahan. No. No, Sammy Callahan's not back. Which one is it? What's his name? No. Eli Drake. Oh. Eli Drake. Um, he's now he going to be LA Knight. And he debuted on NXT, making a great promo. He was, he, was, yeah. he was always good at promos. Eli Drake. He was always good yeah. at promos. To be fair, I never really rated his in-ring stuff. To be honest, but but pro his mic work has always been top class. So hmm. I think he will shine in WWE. I think he definitely will shine. So Eli Drake, now WWE. Christian Casanova, another great talent. Signed to WWE. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see what they do with this. Um... They're talking of making a second NXT show. So maybe that's where they're going to use all these guys. A second um, one? Yeah. A second, like another 
I think another developmental brand or something because NXT has become too big now. It's it's not a developmental anymore. Um, yeah. Another notable name that they signed was John Morrison's wife, um, Taya Valkyrie from Impact. Oh, she got signed. I didn't even know she got yeah. signed. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was thinking um, they should have signed Chris Bay as well. I really like Chris Bay. He's really a, a great talent on the Indies. Chris Bay, check out Chris Bay. He's really good. Yeah, so he's hopefully, good. hopefully he will get signed eventually. He's very good. Unless AEW snap him up, you never know. Um, but okay. All right. Oh, I think Ace is calling me. One second. Oh. Yeah, so so Mex put a different link up. Oh, uh, can you send it to me? It's on the, the kickout chat. Oh, it's in the group. Yeah, yeah, click on it. Yeah. Steam, uh, Steam, Steam Yard. See you in a bit. All right. So just in time before we do Raw, Ace will join us to... Uh, so I think we should talk about SmackDown first. Let's do SmackDown first. Let me talk about Monday Night Raw, and then we could just do the review of Takeover at the end. How does that I've sound? Only seen, I've only seen Takeover, so you can. Tell you haven't seen Takeover, then. Yeah, yeah, I've only seen. That's the only one I've seen. Ah, I've okay. seen Raw SmackDown. So you oh, oh, I thought you were seeing your husband on on Friday nights. How come you haven't seen your husband yet? Your husband on Friday nights. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, look who that is. What kind of new technology is this? Hey, I know this, this, this is just Max done done to us now. Max is trying to upgrade us. I like um, it. I like it a lot. What's going on? Um, cool. See you. Yo, how you, Ace? You okay? How are you today, Ace? You're right. I'm cool, man. Sorry, I'm just making sure I look okay. I'm all right. Yeah, you guys can see me and stuff. I like in the white. The white looks good. Compliments the black skin that you got. You know, you're looking good. You're looking fresh. Thank you very um, much, my guy. I would just, I would just say, um, can you just, you got a mug in the back there? Just remove the mug. Is that <laughs> a mug? No, you don't. <laughs> it's the mug. You're the mug, Ace. There's no mug. So you're the mug. <laughs> there was never a mug. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> not this. All right, so Ace, um, we were just talking about the latest signings WWE done. We did a little countdown of like wrestling real life couples that was either a success or a tragedy. Went through that already, and now we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. No, actually, we're not. We're going to talk about SmackDown first. We'll talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Um, did anybody see SmackDown? <laughs> yep. I feel like this is the important question these days with this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I, I watched it. I watched it. Isn't it real? <laughs> <laughs> I know Max has, but but I'm, I'm I'm including myself in this as well. I didn't see SmackDown. I, I watched Raw and I watched Takeover, but I didn't watch SmackDown. But I'm sure Ace, Ace was watching it. I saw you texted in the group in, in yeah. the early morning. Yeah, I watched SmackDown. Um, the takeaways from SmackDown. Roman is still killing this shit. I feel like I'm going to say this every week. Roman is killing this shit. So basically, the real, he tried, the to intimidate, tried to intimidate Adam Pearce, didn't he? Something like yeah. that. I think, yeah. The takeaway from um, SmackDown is that Roman Reigns doesn't have to defend his title within the Hellenist Giselle structure. He basically gets to fight the person that wins the structure on the same night. You mean Elimination Chamber? Elimination. elimination. Chamber. What did I say? You said hell in a cell. Well, that's Sorry, okay. Elimination chamber. Okay. So who's, who's in the SmackDown Elimination Chamber? Okay, so in the SmackDown <laughs> Elimination Chamber is Daniel Bryan, Cesaro. Uh, they both had qualifying matches. What well, kind of a Jace? This was what do you think of this match? It was a bit shit. 
I thought, I thought, you know what? I thought it was a good way to do it because Raw, they just kind of put them all into the elimination yeah. chamber. So I thought at least they put, they done tag team matches yeah. um, and the winning, the winning tag team got to go into the elimination chamber. So like Ace was saying, um, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro qualified, Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin qualified. And then the only people that got inputted straight away because of they pushed Roman to the limit in recent months was Kevin Owens and Jey Uso. Yeah. That's the six. That's the six. That's a six. That's a brilliant six. Mm. That's a brilliant six. It was, it was, I, I, I just didn't like, I didn't love the tag team matches. It's like, yeah, yeah. Who's to say that I'm tagging with somebody that I necessarily like? I, I, I didn't really love, I didn't love that. Yeah. But um, that is going to be a great match. Roman doesn't have to be in the match, which is sick. I think he's killing it. Um, he gets to fight the person who wins it at the end of it. And that was really the only real takeaway from... Um, Smackdown wait, wait, hold on. Reigns gets to fight the winner of the Bro, Chamber. You, what you need to do is watch the opening segment of Smackdown. That first 20 minutes, he absolutely killed it. Adam Pierce told him that he has to be in the Elimination Chamber. The man just laughed. He just looked at, looked, he looked at Paul Heyman like, get, get a load of this guy. I've got to be in the Elimination Chamber. No chance. He said Paul Heyman, chat to him. And Paul Heyman basically said, yeah, he's not going in there. He'll I'm face not- the winner. Or he, like the 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 contract status in WWE is that he has to defend it at the pay per view. It doesn't right. mean he has to defend it in the elimination chamber. chamber so right. he worked on that, and chamber, yeah. it works. So it was right, I'm loving it. Okay, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad Roman's doing some good work there, and it did something yeah, original. Go on, Flew. Go ahead. Your hands are raised. I was going to say I saw. I didn't see it, but I did see a still of Seth Rollins, like beating up Cesaro. Yes. So that was the big thing. Match? Uh, I, don't I, don't think, think, no, yeah. I don't think oh. so. I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan, but obviously Cesaro and Daniel Bryan are a bit pally right now. So he's going to oh. probably wrestle Cesaro for a couple of weeks and then get to Daniel Bryan. So Seth oh. Rollins, Seth, Seth Rollins returned as well, didn't he? The return was trash though. And, and he, had like a, he, had a, he had like a nice kind of shiny suit. <laughs> leather. And, it, was yeah, so it, was leather. it was leather suit. Skillet was so dead. So he I, came I know. I, I saw this. I saw was it. This was disappointing. This was, it was so bad. Yeah. He came back. He did like his whole speech about like, yo, I'm new and I've changed and all this stuff. But he basically, I've got, I've got, I'm a father. And then he just, yeah. He basically hadn't changed. And then everybody walked out. What I thought was crap. Yeah. I'm trying to not swear as much this year. Is <laughs> Seth Rollins has been away since November. Was it November? He's been away. How long? The end November. of November. Survivor Series. All right. So it's. November, December, January, when three months, let's just say three months, yeah. Would the whole locker room come out and surround the ring for a three month return? No, no, like, you're not a legend, bro. You're just Seth Rollins, especially when Seth was, wasn't was nice to people before he exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. That didn't make sense. So they all walked out during his speech, which was a bit weird. Okay, and Cesaro got the brunt of it. So, is there a women's elimination chamber match? Not yet. Nope. No. And I've heard there's not going to be one this year. Is that true, Meg? I don't think there will be. They're already having two, one for men, one for the other men, sorry, on uh, the other show. So, okay, yeah. That's how you feel. There's one for the men, and then there's one for the other men. <laughs> I slipped up, all right? But, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, you know man, well. I'm not taking the piss out of you. I'm taking the piss out of you. <laughs> how, do you how does that make you feel, Jay? The beam. The I mean, beam. it just sounds very. It sounds very um, Vince McMahon-y right about now. Just like ah, oh, 
Let's the girls, not women. No, 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 no. Just put the men on. Just put the men on. Like fuck the women. That's how so, it sounds. So it's it's a shame though, because the women in the last couple of years since they introduced they the women really elimination table, and they've been very good. Like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think there's room for a, at least a SmackDown women's elimination chamber match. Mm. If there's room for a 2010 Raw elimination men's match, there's definitely room for a, a you know 2021 women's one. Can you? I, and, and I mean, I, no, no, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Um, I think okay, so that's is that us addressing SmackDown? Is there anything else to talk about? Anything notable? Anything else on SmackDown? But, um, they they played up the um Nia Jax my whole thing in typical WWE style. Oh, I they're gonna, this. gonna kill it. So yeah, Bianca Belair looks like they're still very much I'm friends. I'm so happy to be here with Sasha Banks. They need to kill that as well. Like let them just be against each other. That's your op, bruv. Like that's who has the <laughs> the title. You see what I mean? That's who you're going against. Um, but yeah, it looks like they may tag up to go against Shayna and Nia Jax for the women's tag titles before Bianca Belair makes her decision on the. No, on the Sasha's gonna make Sasha will probably make Bianca make the decision for her. So when they go for the title, Sasha will probably attack her. <sighs> Maybe let's see. Yeah. Wasn't there some sort of, wasn't there some sort of promo with like Sasha Banks and Paul Heyman? With Paul Heyman saying Paul Heyman was saying stuff like we need the old Sasha Banks, we need the boss talking back. smack. Yeah, yeah. So I think the boss is coming back. I think I think the boss is coming. Hopefully. Paul Heyman's been doing some good work on Talking Smack. He's been putting a lot of yeah, guys over. He has, yeah. Yeah. See, oh, 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 hold on. Let's talk about it. Hold on. You just talked about promo. Now, I saw on Twitter, people were tagging me on Twitter, left, right, and center. Oh, Skillet. You got to see this new Cesaro promo. Oh, Skillet. Have you seen Cesaro's promo? Skillet. It's like he caught the best promo he's ever done. And arguably, it probably is his best promo he's ever done. But it wasn't a great promo. Which promo? Yeah, but... Is this the one where, uh, just after you got attacked? This was on Talking Smack. Look, oh, I never saw it. I never saw it. So, look at me. Look at me. Look, look, at, look into my eyes. You can be whatever you want to be. You, you there, you watching at home. You, you, you could be what you want to be. You could be. What you want to be? I I will be what I want to be. I was like, this is not. This is not. So crazy. apparently, Cesaro wanted to be a small Indian man, according <laughs> to. <laughs> hey, that was not an Indian accent. That was not an Indian accent. I don't know what accent that was, Skinner. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a twist accent either. But it you, you started off pretty good, and then you you went into some madness. I have to say. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. I'm not, I'm not good at impressions. I admit this on a regular basis. It wasn't, it, you know what? It was an impassioned promo, and that's probably why everyone thinks it was good. However, he did stumble on his words a couple of times. And as I was watching it, I was just thinking, this is exactly why they're never going to give you the world title. You never know, though. You never know. It needs a manager. It just needs a manager. I do not understand why we can't just give in, as we've seen with this, as we've seen with Brock, as we've seen with. Yeah, you know, a lot of top level guys. Oh, they gave him Paul Heyman, if you remember. He's had yeah, that, the best. That was a clunky one because just after seeing Punk and Brock Lesnar, you can't go Cesaro. But Cesaro could definitely do with a heater. Giant. Who would you put to manage Cesaro? Oh, you know what? If he never, if if the hurt business wasn't a thing, I'd say MVP. I, I think I would go with um, maybe either Sami Zayn or Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's a massive shout. I think it would be 
You, if you want to go with a wrestler because he's a wrestler, because you could even bring back Angle. Not that mm. Angle is incredible at the moment, you know, God bless him. But I think Daniel Bryan's a massive shout, actually. Mm. What about a valet? Any ideas? The Ooh. best, <laughs> the best on the mic that I've seen in recent time was Zelina Vega, but obviously yeah. she's not there no more. Yeah. Um, Evidently, she was making thousands of pounds. Just <laughs> so they were there's like, rumors, you know, there's rumors that five hundred pound a week to wrestle, or hundreds of thousands, well, tens of thousands of pounds just to talk and online, dress up as yeah. bunny rabbit ninja or something like that. And men love women dressing up as bunny rabbit ninjas. Apparently, she might she might be returning to wrestling. Her ninety days is up now. She might be returning to so AEW. Might be AEW be smart to hire her. I'll tell you that much. She'll be a massive star in AEW. Need it. She'll be a massive star. All right. Okay. So yeah, SmackDown. That was SmackDown. Raw. Raw started off with Drew McIntyre and The Miz. Right. The Miz cut in a promo, and McIntyre came out, headbutted him. So have we, have we spoken about Takeover already? I'm no, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that after Raw. All right, cool. Leave that to the end. End on a high. We're ending a high. Rather than uh, So McIntyre headbutts the Miz, walks off. The Miz jumps back on the mic and said, What I was saying was <laughs> that I'm gonna remove myself from the elimination chamber. Man. I told you, Max. I you told say. you that you was not say. gonna be the last six. Um, and he was trying to give it to Morrison to take his spot. Then obviously backstage, Kofi caught a really fun promo with Xavier saying, oh, look, it's me. I have to prove myself yet again in order to get myself a title shot. Like Kofi was really shooting. He was doing some good stuff. And Adam Pearce is like, no, nah, it's only fair that you wrestle Miz. And if Miz wins, Morrison gets it. If Kofi wins, Kofi gets it. But there was a bit where, um, there, was a, there was a bit about the sequels, Max. What they say about the sequels? They made fun of, I think no, Miz no. said the sequel is never as good in re reference to Kofi Mania. Too. That's um, right. That's but it, um, they then got at, back at him and said Marine four, five, six was all crap. That was, a, and then, and then Miz goes, "Those are classics." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, that made me chuckle. That was a good promo. The problem so, is oh, Miz versus the Miz versus Kofi, both super brilliant, and they have really solid matches. But literally. I've seen that match like a hundred times. I've seen it 2011. I've definitely seen it 2012. And I've definitely seen that match live. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, they're going to do the thing with the thing and then the flip with the dim. It's just you. It, um, and it's not their fault. It's just that how can you do this match that many times? It, it's ridiculous. When, I was I'm trying to remember this morning. Were they tag team champions together? No, it was uh, Evan no. Bourne and Kofi. Oh, okay, okay. CM Punk Air, boom. Air Boom. Air Boom. Remember Air Boom? <laughs> Air Boom. Yeah, yeah. Truth and Kofi. Our Truth and Kofi. CM Punk and Kofi. Evan Bourne and Kofi. There's a list. Our Truth and Miz were tag team champions. That's the Our Truth and Miz. Our Truth and Kofi tag team as well. No, Our Truth and Miz. Our Truth and Miz. That's who I was thinking. No, but Our Truth Kofi has won the titles together as well. Yes, they were. They were. Really? Yeah. And Kofi and obviously Big E and Xavier Woods. I feel like we're probably missing somebody else out. Maybe Kofi, Kofi or Rey Mysterio. Or... Yeah, definitely Kofi. someone. Yeah. Kofi. Before Kofi. I forget, can I give my Miz hot take? Go ahead. I believe Miz is going to WrestleMania as the WWE champion. That is madness. To, to face Edge. Why? Why? <laughs> 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 I 
that was a hot I strongly believe it. I, you know what? I sat, I watched, we'll get to it, but I watched Raw this week believing that Miz was going to end the show as champion. Obviously, like, we'll talk about it, but that gauntlet match was sick. I really enjoyed it. But yeah. Drew went through all of those people for an hour. It would have been a perfect time for him to come out, for Miz to come out and catch in after Drew's just been through five guys. And they had Braun Strowman backstage who could have did something as well to mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre because I'm angry that I wasn't in the match. But I feel like all of that stuff is going to happen this Sunday and Miz is going to cash in and go to WrestleMania as the champion. Remember, I said, there's, there's still one pay-per-view before WrestleMania, though. Skillet, click this. I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. So you're saying the Miz is going to what? Miz Edge is the main event for WrestleMania. When, is it, when, is, when, when do you think Miz is, Miz is gonna cash in? This weekend, Sunday. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. Anyway, because remember when we were laughing at Skillet last year when he was talking about yeah. like, and yeah. we were killing ourselves laughing. So it's true. you never know. You never but, know. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're completely wrong. You might be right that it might be Miz and Edge at Mania, but no, Miz is no. not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna cash it this weekend. Why? Because you just lost the gauntlet match. So he, <laughs> he looked lost. strong. He went he through lost. all it. He was he was in the match for an hour. He beat the main people. He beat AJ. He, who else did he beat? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. He looked Randy sick. Orton by default. He's lost nothing. He will lose nothing. So he basically beat everyone that's in the elimination chamber. Basically, except I think maybe, except maybe, maybe, field, yeah. maybe is it fast lane before Mania? Yeah, right. I think maybe fast lane is where it might happen. Like, you might, you might know. You might I be do think the, the, it's um, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Have you heard yeah. that? Oh, no. Shane McMahon's oh. definitely getting a WrestleMania match. Yeah, well, doesn't that. it make sense that it's Braun Strowman? That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? What? Do, be we want, what do we want to see Shane in WrestleMania? I don't want to see him anymore. No, no one does. We know no one, one wants to see him. I've seen the coast to coast, and I've seen the backward flip, and I've seen a man try to kill himself. I'm bored. Oh, and I've seen a man sweat so much. I want to see him versus Bobby Lashley in a sweat versus steroids match. Are we going to edit out the steroids? I love flu. Yeah, that's sweat versus steroids. Sweat versus. I want to see a sweat. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I mean, to, to Ace's point. And I mentioned this in the group earlier today. Like, I think, look how believable. And you're only saying this because of how believable Miz came across in this particular episode when he weren't running around being a fool with John Morrison. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, he looks somewhat credible. Like, and still like a sneaky um, chicken shit hill, but like, yeah. it's credible somewhat. But mm -hmm. I, I do I do think, though, that McIntyre is going to drop this title and win it back at WrestleMania. I'm telling you, I, I just can't work out. Wow. I think the mania match will be McIntyre, Sheamus as a blood feud match. They'll, something's going to happen and we're going to get best friends going at, at WrestleMania and it will be Edge, Miz. But they're going to turn up the heel heat on the Miz. They're going to get mad personal. We're going to hate the Miz more than we've ever hated him before. I'm telling you, at the moment, he's annoying. But he's gonna get personal. I don't. I don't see him catching it. It's gonna be good. Hey, who do you think's got Roman? Um, I don't know. I really can't call that. Still, I have no idea. At WrestleMania. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be Edge. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, no. no, no. Ace is a madman. You'll learn that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think we know the opponent for Roman yet. I don't think we know him yet. The opponent yet. Hey, it could be. You might be Jay Uso He's huh? all about Ziggler. He always used to say Ziggler this, Ziggler that. Remember what happened hey. to Ziggler? Now he's in the back. I've got more hot takes, more hot takes, more hot takes. I've got more hot takes. Now, this ain't a hot take. This is just a question. Go on. What is the point of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler? Oh, I hate them now. I can't stand them on the TV. Get them off. They're gonna. They're probably gonna drop the belts back to Street Profits at me. Oh, uh, I need. We need it ASAP. Ace, oh, I was gonna okay. say. Oh. You know what you said about Miz gonna be a bit more of a heel than ever. Yeah. Don't you think they were probably gonna give that to Reigns? Like saying all the nasty, vindictive things about Edge's injury, yeah, Heyman's wife, all that. Yeah, stuff. and Heyman being part of that as well. I think I feel like they would give that to Reigns to really get Reigns over as a proper, proper no. uber heel. Because I don't think Re- I don't think Reigns is necessarily that type of ill. Whereas I feel like Miz is like he'll talk about his wife, he'll talk about maybe Leah, he'll talk about and I think Miz can get away with that. Whereas I feel like Roman does not really that kind of chatty patty ill. Ke- like Ke- he Roman Reigns did just in the last feud, he called Kevin Owens's um dad oh, a fool, dad's... an idiot, yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like that's not like it's not like fat stuff. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, feel like yeah. I feel like Miz will get more away with that. I like it. Yeah. I, I want Miss Edge now. I want it. I want it, guys. Let's have it. <laughs> hey, Still hey, it. Hey, this. Hey, Stu, yes, really, you really want Miss Edge? <laughs> you really want Miss Edge? I think so. I think so. I think as well, like, we need Edge with somebody that we can trust because we know he's quite feeble. And I think Miz is a good worker. Uh, you know what? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Miz is a very good worker. Well, he's Roman, safe. Roman is fine. Roman is quite safe. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying Roman is safe. We're not saying that. But Miz has never literally injured anyone. And and you don't get... That's a very... I've never... Hey, Ace might be right, you know. I never thought about that. That's a, <laughs> that's a very good point. Okay, well, thing is, yeah. Look, look who they've given um Edge to already. Randy Orton, Randy Orton, safe worker, like good no, pair of hands. Injured. Edge get injured against Orton. I know, injured. but you know that they, they trust Randy, and yeah, the same yeah. way they trust Miz. I'm not saying they don't trust Roman, but, but is Miz like, a money match? I no, but it won't be the main event. And nobody, nobody's gonna main event Mania apart from Reigns. Reigns is definitely main event of Mania. Mania's two nights. Mania's two nights. Remember. The first night has to. I I really wanted the first night to be a women's match. To me, yeah, that's what that's what I think it should that's be. What yeah, Bianca do, and I'm Sasha. sick of this nonsense. Show some respect to the title, um, you know. And I think the only women's main event they ever had is because Ronda Rousey was in it. It's a, I think mm. it's time to kind of like trust your women, trust yeah, your women to, to, to deliver, man. Uh, and I, I don't mind Edge and Miz being the opening match for Mania One. I wouldn't mind seeing that to be honest. It's like the Strowman. That was the Strowman Goldberg match. Wasn't that number one? That wasn't that the first match of Mania One. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first match so. of Mania One. So this is Guys, please Edge. mark it on the wall. You think <laughs> Miz Edge Mania? I'm gonna go put money on it. Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> hey, okay. we'll, we'll be talking about that in the future. That, that'll come up again. Believe you me. <laughs> Flu don't believe it at all. I think I'm, I'm, don't believe I'm, it. I'm 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 in both. I, I kind of see where Flu's coming from. I see where it's coming from. Right. You know, you make the way WWE's going. 
Edge versus Miz would kind of make sense as the main event. I'd go, yeah. you know, that makes sense because Sweet Moses. It won't be the main event, though. You know what I mean? It'll be it'll be a championship match on Mania, but it won't be the main event. Do you get what I'm saying? I just think like yeah. Miz, they can do so much with Miz. Miz could turn around and be like, "Look, you overlooked me. What you think I'm not in the running? Like, just start going in. Start just being the dastardly. Like, even if Miz turns on Morrison, like, like fuck this. I'm not doing none of this funny stuff no more. Like, this is serious now. Like, he turns, he, he all turns on on Morrison and goes super hill. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is it. This is it. We can get man Edge, said this is it. Edge, we can get Edge and Christian, Miz and Morrison for, for a little while before we get to Mar- the main. Hey, I've got, hey, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm out, telling you, I'm booking this, mate. I'm booking it. <laughs> I came to play. Okay, <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. Well, okay. Let's talk about Monday night. Oh, let me still talk. We're still talking about Monday night. <laughs> Um, hurt business. I can I just say, Cedric Alexander, man. What, what, what? When I see that boy wrestle, boy, I don't get, I don't get excited these days. I don't get excited these days about a lot of wrestlers that I see. But when I see Cedric wrestle, that he actually excites me. I'm like, all right, this guy, he's just, he's, he's, he's one of a kind, man. He's quality. Him and Shelton putting a good match against the Lucha House Party. Um, I think. Oh, and it was, it was it, was it hurt? No, it was hurt business. So it was it was Shelton, Cedric, and MVP versus the Lucia House Party and Matt Riddle. Yeah. You did think mention the amazing promo skillet they did before. The yeah. outstanding promo when they talked about American presidents and stuff like that. And Lucia House Party nodded and went, yeah, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Sweet Moses. Oh, God. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't see that. Was, they did a promo bad. before. It was just, it's, it's it incredible. Can I just say, I love MVP because when MVP's there, it means Shelton doesn't get pinned. And I'm so used to Shelton. It's so nice to someone else but Shelton getting pinned. So yeah. I love MVP. Yeah. MVP got person. injured, though. He got injured in that match. He hurt yeah, himself. MVP. Yeah, he got injured. Yeah, oh, he no. got injured. So he. Oh, I no, don't that know. means Shelton's going to have to take the pins moving forward. Damn it. Yeah, Shelton's going to have to take the pins. But I hope, I hope MVP could. Um, Come out like what Brett did when he got injured with the wheelchair for Heart Foundation. Remember that, Ace? Brett was cutting to listen. Brett, Brett gets disrespected. I know he's not the greatest talker, but that 1997 Brett. No one disrespects. No one disrespects Brett Hart. What are you talking about? Everyone loves Brett Hart. We all love Brett, mate. Blue. Don't do that. Yeah. Right. No, and you're right though. The 97. The fact, the fact, the fact that people say sure, the fact that people say Sean is better is disrespectful already. So let's not let's not go there. And then they then they say this thing about oh he's not a great talker. Okay, for the most of his career he wasn't a great talker. But that 97 year, Cesaro yeah. Cesaro wishes he had a 97 year. I tell you that much because Brett was cutting all kinds of promos in 97. So if MVP could come back with that wheelchair, that would be great. Come out with a wheelchair and be bitter. That would be, that'd be great. Um, but, um, yeah, Lashley come out, attacks Riddle, puts him in the full Nelson. So it's going to be Riddle, Lashley, Elimination Chamber, right, for the US title, I'm assuming. Yeah, apparently Keith Lee's injured as well. Um, they're still selling the match as if it's a triple threat match, typical WWE, but um, apparently Keith Lee is actually injured and may not feature in that match maybe oh. we'll get an angle before the the show where um 
Bobby Lashley takes him out backstage or some sort of thing. Who knows? But yeah, a lot, a lot of the WWE talent. When you look at it, a lot of their ages are quite like mid thirties to late to, to to early forties. Yeah, can these guys? Like, if Keith Lee was champion, he's not, you can't really see these guys last in a long time, can you? How old's Keith Lee? He's 36. Oh, well. To be fair, though, the main event of the Elimination Chamber, they're all in their mid 40s, aren't they? That's they're all in their well, 40s. Or yeah, that's a lot, a lot of them are. Yeah. So, that, yeah. that young whippersnapper of 35, Keith Lee, do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. That's a good point. This this has been an argument since the Royal Rumble about the ages of wrestlers. But if you think about it, even historically, like apart from the likes of Lesnar and Randy Orton that won the titles when they were super young, everyone is 30 plus when they really start coming into their own and winning it. So no, but I mean they're 30 plus, yeah. You're right. When they start winning it, that's the point. When they when they get to that point of being a main eventer, that's what yeah. I mean. They they like Austin. When he became a mega star, he probably was mm. like 36, 37, but already he already had the back work already. Mm. That's what I mean. These guys are still having they still have to build up but at this, this age. It's a bit but the I likes of Keith wrong. Lee, but Keith Lee has been wrestling like for yeah, yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. years or so. Yeah, yeah, like, no, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. He's been doing it for a long time. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, I guess that um, I guess that's down to when WWE is recruiting these guys and deciding when to use them. It's true. That's the thing as well, because a lot of their time they spend in NXT and then mm. when they get to the main roster, that's why Vince doesn't believe in them because they're too old. Mm. Um, but Keith Lee and Mia Yim got are engaged. Congratulations. I, I think they got engaged on Valentine's weekend, I think. Hey. Keith Lee and Reckoning. And Reckoning, who Xavier Woods uh, is begging for a match with. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about a man begging for a match with my girl. This one put it out. Yeah, it's a bit mad still. Well, it's a bit it's, mad. It's, it's your name, your name <laughs> yeah, that's who that's, Xavier that's a retribution Woods. name, bro. Yeah, that's who uh, Xavier Woods has been making for. Retribution stuff, I blank out. I don't even, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't pay attention. I can't do it. I blank out. I'm done. I like, I like, I like Ali, and that's it. That's the only one I care about in that whole faction. Can I make a hot take? Yeah, go on. Well, I think it's pretty obvious, but I think Ali's going to cost Kofi. His place in the elimination chamber, and I think I would suggest Fast Lane or WrestleMania uh, opening card. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, unfortunately, it'll be pre-card, won't it? But I, I, Ali versus Kofi makes sense. Certainly, it's got history. You know, it will be a good match, and you That'd know, be a great match. I would love Ali, to see that. So that's a good match for WrestleMania. And Kofi, put, Kofi putting him over. One hundred percent. It was almost like paying, paying it forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to see that. Apparently, Lil Bow Wow. Tweeting something about Ali, saying he likes Ali but he hates retribution or something like that. Him and him and Damien Priest have been going back and forth on tour as well. Well, yeah, Damien Priest says something to him. Damien Priest says something to Bow Wow, and then Bow Wow, <laughs> Bow wow basically says, "Bro, like you're on Monday Night Raw every week, and all you've got is like 50k followers. I've got about three million. I'm here to help you or something like that." Like Bow Wow needs to come out to. Oh baby, baby, you're never <laughs> alone if you let me love you. He's like, Come down the aisle. Wow. <laughs> I can't even see how my I got crazy booking ideas today. I, I couldn't even find anything for Bow Wow. I can't think of an opponent for you, bro. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the story that he's been trained by Rikishi, right? That's true. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, so I don't know if you've heard of the 24-7 title. Bow <laughs> Wow's name all over it. I mean, no, I, I, right. I, I, yeah, I was thinking of the 24-7 title. We got a new 24-7 title when Bad Bunny went in it. I, I just, oh man, this promo was a bit, it's like, it was like, what was it? It was Bad Bunny and Damien Priest backstage. And the woman was like, oh, Damien, how's, your, how's the past weeks been for you since you debuted on Raw? Was, oh, you know what? I debuted on Raw. No, I, I debuted on Royal Rumble. And then I debuted on Raw. And now I get to kick it with my homie, Bad Bunny. And the man was like, ah, you know, I'm uh, very uh, happy to be here. I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you see freaking, why is Akira Tozawa still rocking Ninja Gums? <laughs> <laughs> he pins our truth. We don't even see what he does to our truth. You just you just see our truth being pinned by Akira Tozawa, and then bad, what was the the Damien Priest knockout? Yeah, yeah so yeah, Akira yeah, Tozawa yeah, yeah. was celebrating. He backed up into Damien Priest. Damien Priest just grabbed his head, rammed it into like a road case. He told Bad Bunny, "Like, what are you waiting for? Like, pin him, pin oh, him, no, amigo, amigo, amigo." Yeah. And then him wins the title and now he's going to go on snl as the champ as the thing and you know for them not, as casual not, fans as casual and as casual fans you know all it's going to be advertised as bad bunny is coming as a wwe champion they're yeah. not going to say what belt it is they're yeah. just going to see him rock up with this belt and it's going to be marketed as a wwe champion is going to come to snl do you think our truth turns up on snl yep 100%. something's going to happen 100 100% one hundred percent, and thing we'll get involved in it as well. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, will probably, no, no, SNL, sorry, not, not Saturday, 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 Saturday Night Live. It's Saturday Night Live, sorry. So Archie will definitely show up. It's Saturday Night Live, yeah. And I like to say, I bet that title gets put amongst all of the Saturday Night. Keenan and Kel, who's is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. 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 uh, here it goes. Yeah, they're one of them. <laughs> okay. Who loves orange soda? Classic, man. Classic. All right, and what else? Oh, the women's. Um, Shayna Baszler had a match with Lana. So Lana and Naomi are challenging for their titles, right? Yeah, they're in line. Yeah. Okay. All right, can we uh, just get to the good stuff? Wait, before, before, Rick, before we get Rick to the good stuff. Wait, I know. Wait, 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 wait shooting wait. blanks, fam. Wait, wait. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, is Asuka still the champion? Women's champion? Yeah, yeah. Was she on Raw? It's, it's, yes. It's yeah. funny how you don't remember that and she was in a match. She had a, t- she had a tag team match with Charlotte against Lacey and uh, Peyton Royce. And then they turned uh, turn into a... Oh, yeah, and that's when Lacey grabbed the mic and said, you can't fight me, I'm pregnant. Yeah. All right, go on, Ace. The about. match was officially ended on a advert. It wasn't a countdown. <laughs> it wasn't a pinfall. It wasn't a disqualification. It was... An advert. An advert. Yeah. Can I just say, before Ace goes, apparently she's actually pregnant. Sharp. Apparently she's actually pregnant. No, I don't believe that. Apparently, like, a lot of of sources have come out today and said she's actually pregnant. She told WWE when she came to work Monday morning, um, and that's when they just kind of switched this whole storyline into what it is now. So she, it doesn't look like she's going to go away like Becky did. It looks like they're going to let this play out that Ric Flair is somewhat the father of this child. Oh, my um, God. So, wait, and was yeah. it last week when he was like, I'm just mentoring her? Yeah. yeah. We're not together. And yeah. now you're pregnant. Yeah. I mean, you had enough time to think of a better storyline. 
Yeah. yeah, you had a whole day. Seen as this company's renowned for tearing scripts up and rewriting it on the day of the show, you had a whole day to rewrite this. But this is what you chose to go with. But I anyway, it's a decent alternative if they were they were presented with this this um pregnancy. What can you do? I guess it makes sense to make it Ric Flair. They could have fun storylines between this time and guys. Lacey Evans is not pregnant. Let's let's not do this. I'm sorry, she is not actually pregnant. Okay, Mate, if come not, on, if she's, not, if she's not pregnant, it's trash. No. If, it, if she's not pregnant, it's trash for WWE, which is probably the truth. If she is, then I can understand why they made it Ric Flair. I can I can understand that. So no, if she's still trash, like they don't need to say it was his. She could just be pregnant, like exactly. woman. trash. It's trash. Yeah, while she's right. not pregnant, it's pre it's trash if she's pregnant. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because bringing life into the world is amazing. <laughs> Congratulations, but, uh, Lacey Evans. It's trash that they've made us think that is Ric Flair. Yeah, but yeah. she's not pregnant. So what is is she still gonna have a match against Oscar? So this is my issue because. Yeah, if she's not fit to go into the ring against in that tag match, yeah. then she can't turn up on Sunday and have her championship match. Exactly. And then furthermore, they didn't um, do anything to kind of say, where are we going to now go with the Raw Women's right. Championship? Right. They just left Asuka hanging as they have left her hanging since the middle of last year. Like, mm -hmm. it's just complete and utter nonsense. No matter, even if she's, like I say, if, she's, if she is pregnant, congratulations. But the, the story told from this pregnancy to... Sunday's championship match she's supposed to be in has just been nonsense. Hold it. How can you guys question if she's pregnant? She's space pregnant. Mountain. You guys never been to Space Mountain? <laughs> no, I haven't been to Space, space Mountain. mountain. <laughs> I, 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 did, I have been to Space Mountain twice. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I had to clean off my chest. Um, Skillet. Um, it's obvious what we do here, though, Skills, isn't it? If Lacey can't do it, then it needs to be Asuka versus. Could you imagine? Wait, I'm not excited about WrestleMania. If they told me I was going to get Asuka versus Ric Flair, and, and if they, if they sold it on, he may die. This <laughs> Asuka versus Ric Flair in a he may die match. And I, don't mean I love Ric Flair, and of course he won't die. But wouldn't that be great? What a match! Oh man! Mm -hmm. All right, my, my, I got what my wild prediction for for this whole mess is that on Elimination Chamber, Asuka comes out, does some type of open challenge. Rhea Ripley comes out. Rhea Ripley beats her for the women's championship, and then we get to Charlotte's inevitable. WrestleMania Championship match, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte. I like that. I like that. I like that's that. that's the best way to salvage this entire thing. I love that. That works. Skillet's not impressed. Nah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I love that. How do I you think Did Asuka walk into Mania last year as a champion? No, she was. I don't even think she was at Mania last year. No, unless Becky she was, was doing the. Yeah, Becky was champion. Charlotte was going after the NXT Women's Championship. Maybe sure. Asuka was doing, um, what's that thing? The, the women's tag titles with um, Kabuki Warriors, maybe. Okay. I don't know. She, was, she, was with, she was with Carrie Sane last year. I yeah. want to see Asuka walk into Mania as a champion. Come on. I would like to see her walk in as champion and walk out as champion. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just saying. don't think they've got much stock in her. They don't know how to book her, man. I, just, I don't know. I'd just like to see Asuka 
as champion on television because at the moment she's Charlotte's partner or Charlotte's yeah. storyline or do you know what I mean? It's just it's nuts. You've I got think a... I think it might be Asuka Charlotte too. It might. Be. I don't. I don't mind it. And I think Asuka might play the heel, and this time gets her gets her revenge. She. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they go into another storyline and Asuka hits her with the the mist. But you could be right about Rhea too. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. Um, what else happened on Raw, Max? <laughs> the gauntlet match, I guess, is the only other main thing we can talk about. All right, so the gauntlet. Oh yeah, because AJ Styles cut a promo with almost saying how he's going to ruin Kofi's dreams of coming to Mania. Yeah, all right, nice one, Flu. And he made a little joke saying, um, "Oh, you know, almost you and I, we go together like was it crackers and cheese?" And then he said something about grits and M and M's. I think he said. He said, yeah, you should try that. I was like, I don't know what the hell. And then, um, but yeah, so obviously AJ Styles was announcing that he's going to be part of the gauntlet match. So the gauntlet match happened with Kofi and AJ first. AJ defeated Kofi. Then AJ went on to face Jeff. Um, Drew McIntyre. That's when Drew McIntyre came out. McIntyre defeated AJ. Mm -hmm. Then Jeff got lost to McIntyre. Orton got distracted by Alexa Bliss. Yeah. And... Uh, McIntyre lost to Sheamus. Yeah, this was a good match. It's a long match. It was really good. It was really good. It was good. It was good. If, I, you, I like... if you notice, since about 2018, when they really started doing a lot of these gauntlet matches, these have been the best thing about Raw. Yeah, it seems like it's the only match Seth, they can book right because Seth... of the time they have to fill on Raw. Do you remember when Seth had his outstanding performance in a gauntlet mm -hmm. match and he had a standing yeah. ovation from the crowd? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I miss, I miss good old Seth, man. Yeah. Seth is needed back on Raw, I think. But we'll see what he does on SmackDown. Mm. Um, but okay, so Sheamus won. All right, guys, let's go for it before we talk about NFT TakeOver. Your predictions for the Elimination Chamber match men on Raw and on SmackDown. We'll go with Tay first. Tay. The Raw one. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, uh, Randy Orton. Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, and AJ Styles. Wait, what? No, why don't you not go first? Hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, you, said, you said, you said, you said that, that Drew, Drew will win. And Miz cashes and in. And Miz will, will cash in. Flu? I'm just going to go Drew straight. Max? If it wasn't for Sheamus beating Drew, oh, my pick was actually Sheamus last week, but. um. I think because Sheamus got a win this week over Drew, I'm going to stick with Drew. I agree with you. Wasn't that like almost like a? It almost made you go, "Oh, so Sheamus hasn't even got a chance in hell." Unless yeah. That's what doing, <laughs> Basically, right? yeah, yeah, he's, <sighs> yeah. I'm going with. He was the only one with a shot. Randy, do, do you really think Jeff Hardy? He's only in it so he can fall off something. <laughs> I love the way he said fall off and not jump. <laughs> That's the thing. In the olden days, he used to do swan ton bomb. Now yeah. he does bomb. Yeah, he used to do he used to put beautiful and land like that an angel. Now he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> he used to fly like an angel. Now you just hear just yeah. a swat. I love and I'm not disrespecting, God bless him, but at the same time, dude, chill. Yeah, relax. Um, yeah. I'm going with Drew as well. Okay. No, do you know what? It, it probably is true. But if Sheamus is in there, I feel like Sheamus can cost him the title. 
And you're, I, do you know what, Ace? You might be. You might Ace be is right. Oh my God, Ace is right. Ace is right. Sheamus is going to be the last entry, yeah. and it will be Sheamus and Drew at the end. Drew gets his and, win, and then he gets a bro Sheamus kick. Sheamus is going to bro me. kick Drew, and then Miz is going to catch him. Oh my God, Ace is absolutely. I apologize, Ace. Can I just confirm one thing? I just need to confirm one thing. I am not saying that Miz is not going to cash in. And maybe even get the title against Drew. What I'm saying is, there is no way Miz versus Edge is the main event. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No why? Chance. Why not? Because just, just think about the sentence, Miz. <laughs> oh, I think I'm done there. <laughs> what do you think, man? You think Miz, Miz, Miz and Strowman? I don't, to be honest, I, I think I've lost my mind, but I think Ace might be right that there might be a thing. But I could see Drew winning it back at Fast Lane or something. I, you can't, you can't Miz versus Edge. It could, be, it could just be Miz Drew. It could be like Drew gets his rematch at Mania. It might just be no, like, Fast Lane's before then. So that's be. crap, though. I don't want to see that, guys. I got to roll out, man. But I want to say I love you guys. Um, oh, what, you guys did, did you want to give your 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 hot take about NXT? Oh, it's not a hot take, but I've realized why I don't like NXT. I love oh. NXT, but I don't like NXT at the same time. It's amazing. The show, NXT TakeOver is great. Every TakeOver that I've seen, I've watched, I've enjoyed. But what I've realised that really annoys me about NXT TakeOvers is you see people kick out of moves that would genuinely kill people. Yeah. No, like, you're like, they're really making people's finishes just look shit. Yeah. Like, and you're kicking over, kicking out of them over and over and over and over again. And that really bothers me. That's what Vader was trying to say. Remember that's wrestling Vader, today, though. That's no, what Vader was to say. really bad in NXT, though. Yeah, but remember Ace years ago when Vader was saying, "Oh man, I don't like this. What what, what Ricochet and Willow Spray are doing because they're, they're they're taking the realism out of wrestling. It's all like oh, it's like a circus. What's it? What's it called again? Those acrobats and circus. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. that. And now that's what it is now. And now the wrestling's revolved. That's the reason why I kind of stopped watching it too. It's kind of been like. It's yeah. annoying because then you're like, then you'll have like an amazing angle. At, I'm sure you guys have spoken. I don't know if you've spoken about it yet, but like the end of Takeover with um, Adam Cole, and he's yeah. given he's given Finn Balor one super kick that's taken him out of the game for about ten him. minutes. That's <laughs> one super kick's killed you. But I've just seen man taking bare Canadian power drivers off the top of their fourth yeah. rope. Like, yeah. but you one super kick has left you out cold for ten minutes. Come yeah. on, man, like fix right. up. Like let's do you're it properly right. now. Anyway, I have to go. Thank you, Ace. Thank you for that, Ace. Thank right. you, brother. Love you. Love See you later. Man. He's right. And listen, we might as well go talk about TakeOver now, actually, while we're here. Uh, we're going to give our predictions for the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Do you guys still want to do that? Um, Who's going to win it? Yeah. Okay, I don't, I'll do it quickly. I don't want to see Kevin Owens win it just to lose to Roman again. Um, I don't think that's constructive at all. So I think in that respect, Cesaro might win it. Um, he's been on a good run lately, and then he can lose to Roman Reigns. He won't really do that. Oh yeah, later on. yeah, that'd be good actually. Yeah, 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 mm. that'd be good. All and right. I think they can they can protect it by like the minute the chamber comes up and Cesaro is celebrating, Roman Reigns literally just runs in there, kills him, pins him, and it's done. Like he doesn't want to wrestle this match anyway. So beat the champion as went went through you know a whole elimination chamber in like. Two minutes, just beat, squash them, and then keep go, keep it moving, and then have a full length Cesaro Roman at fast lane. Yeah. Where the Cesaro Cesaro also loses, but gives him a little bit of a 
Oh, Randy, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that Randy Orton match when he got that little bit of rub. Yeah. Mm. No, that was Luke Harper, but same similar situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about NXT Takeover. What was it called? Vengeance. Vengeance. Vengeance Day. Day. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, it kicked off with the women's first ever final. Why did, of the why did they call it Valentine's Day Massacre? They did. They changed the name about two weeks out. Thank you very much. Mm. I'm so glad he's here. Why did they change? Why did they change it? I don't. I don't know. It was called Takeover Valentine's Massacre when when they said they were having this takeover, and then about two weeks ago it changed to Vengeance Day. Wow, that's crazy! All right, the first ever women's Dusty Rhodes finals, the Dusty Rhodes Classic. It was um, between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Max, you're kind of a bit more. I mean, I'll tell you, you've been up to date with NXT recently. Uh, I've watched it now and again. Um, so I would say Max is kind of like the devoted. Mm. Right. So, what was your what was your thoughts on the Dusty Women's tournament in in total? And were you excited to see the the the, the last competitors be in the final? Yeah, I think the finals was was really good. I think Ember Moon's showing was super. Like, I felt like since she's come back to NXT, she's had a bit of ring rust that hasn't quite clicked, but she was especially good on the night. And in general, I think it was good to give the women this tournament. There's so many women on, you know, NXT. We just mentioned at the beginning of the show some others that they've just signed as well. Like, really and truly, that women's tag title belts should live on NXT, or they need to start looking at putting a women's mid card title there because there's just too many talented women all at the same position chomping at the bit but um yeah i thought this was really good good to see raquel gonzalez and dakota kai get a win yes i think i think they work well together as a i mean obviously them two together as a faction well, not, it's like, kind of like a bodyguard yeah yeah wrestler role mm. but Shawn michaels working. diesel kind of thing yeah yeah very very good together they work really well together i even like i think ember moon and Shotzi actually work well together as a team as well and they i like how their looks complemented each other with the hair color and everything um but yeah very good match the, um, um did i i think i asked this before what is ember moon's character i think i've asked it before do we know yet none have i asked that before you did and i actually you mentioned know, this i actually mentioned young this. cool manga thing that i don't know because I, I haven't understood no okay you tell me then. Tell me now. I have no idea. And I okay. actually, I watched this match thinking that comment and it was in, <laughs> in my mind as well thinking like, yeah, what, what is she? Because at least yeah. before she was like werewolf girl sort of thing, <laughs> which even then it's like, what? Ninja but like, yeah. yeah, I think that that's the problem. Maybe that's why she's not on main roster because just the character doesn't necessarily connect, but yeah. she can I definitely go in the ring. I feel oh, like yeah. her character is more like a Mad Max kind of that. Like if you put her, I mean, putting her with Shotzi Blackheart is a bit because she's yeah. got the tank and everything, so it's like tank girl, like that kind of. That's where yeah, I, that's where I that yeah, post sense. top pod. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Thank you, Tay. That actually makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, next up was the NXT North American Championship match between Johnny Gargano and Kushida. This was a very good match. Obviously, very don't, good. Expect, don't expect less from both of these wrestlers. Tay, your thoughts on this match? Um, and did you think Gargano was right to retain? The, the problem with asking me about Gargano matches is Gargano is always going to be someone who can do no wrong by me. Like, I love Gargano matches. I don't care. He can do a match with Adam Cole one million times, and I will love every single match that he does. Like, his ability to, like, tell a story is phenomenal throughout the whole match. So I, I absolutely loved it. Even though, like, I get what Ace is saying, like, the kickouts and the consistent kickouts, but 
that intensity was still there. Like I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I was happy for him to retain because I want them to go again. I need them to like, I love when Gargano has a feud, like a proper feud and he can come into it like with his, with, with his new kind of swagger, like, yeah, 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 watch me. Loved him. You think one of my favorite one of my favorite memories was watching Gargano Champa with Young Tay there in America. Good seats. We snuck down. We got nearer the front and we watched. Uh, yeah, Champa versus oh, jealous. We had good seats. We were on this on the floor watching it. Yeah, and it was one of my favorite wrestling experiences. And thank you very much, Tay. It was tremendous. Where was that? Brooklyn, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where was I? You, you had just gone backstage. You were doing oh, yeah, yeah, me and Ace yeah. with gallivanting. Oh yeah, we're interviewing people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I love this. I'm I'm always impressed when wrestlers wear jeans, and um, <laughs> Kachida moving like how he does with jeans. I'm like, bro, what the hell is this? There's new stretch jeans, man. So new stretch jeans are amazing. Yeah, they are stretch jeans. Yeah, they, they definitely are stretch jeans. Yeah. When I was young and I was not as comfortable with my sexuality. One of my favorite wrestlers was IRS just because he didn't wear pants. So I just thought, I like the fact that his nipples aren't rubbing against another man's nipples. So I like IRS. <laughs> just like to tell you guys. So you are you saying that you used to be homophobic? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying when I was 10, I didn't understand why a man would rub his genitals against another man's genitals. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if I ever have to rub my genitals against another man's genitals, I'll make sure to wear a suit. And <laughs> well, you can thank Vince for that instead of Irwin Archeister. Um, I think just to speak on Tay's point with um, these guys going at it again, um, I think they have something in store with Dexter Loomis. Obviously, he's been attacking um, Austin Theory, who is part of Johnny Gargano's gang, sort of thing, his faction. And I think they wanted to put the North American title on Dexter Loomis sometime last year before he got injured. Um, so maybe he's next in line for a shot at the North American Championship. Dexter Loomis, do we like him? I just don't think his character has any longevity to it. Like He doesn't, he doesn't do it for me, man. Like the, the, the When the Halloween Havoc thing happened, obviously it's Halloween, so it works. But then... The rest of the seasons in the year, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, come on, man. Um, this was a very nice uh surprise because I haven't watched NXT recently, so this is my first takeover in a while. And I, I only found out a couple weeks ago that the Rascals were signed to NXT, obviously, they changed their name now to MSK. But it was, and I've, I've, I've liked these guys since 2017. These guys, I've talked about them in the kickout before, and and angry the position, big, big props to this team, very good team. Um, but now, now, not only are they signed to NXT, but they were in the final of the men Dusty Rhodes Classics. I do agree with Ace. A lot of this stuff is very much kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out. But they are very good athletes. Um, and it's good to see MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, I know, Flu, you haven't seen NXT, so I'm not going to go to you. Next. I'm not true. I watched, I watched the main event. I watched okay, we'll, we'll definitely come to you for the main event then, my brother. Um, Max, what did you think of this final of the men's Dusty Rhodes Classic with MSK? Yeah, it, it was a great, it was a great match. Um, MSK obviously just come in straight. Their debut was in this tournament, and they've mm. shot all the way and won the tournament. And it's mad to think that in three years of these men being on Impact, they never won anything. Mm. weren't tag team champions once, and they've come into 
WWE when a lot of people would have been saying, you know, why are you going to WWE and all this kind of stuff? And they've, you know, been given everything basically from the jump. Um, I felt bad for Grizzled Young Veterans. They were in the final of this tournament last year, didn't win. They got to the final again, didn't win. Um, Zach Gibson, to me, is a national treasure. I can listen to Zach Gibson all day, every day. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think they, they're still going to be up there. Uh, maybe MSK win the tag team championships and and Grizzled Young Veterans are the, their first challengers and beat them eventually for it. But um, I yeah. feel I feel that's what's going to happen. But I also feel that Grizzled Young Veterans will probably get called up after Mania. They don't probably... care about tag teams on main roster, though. Like I know. it's not even a good thing for them to be called up. They might as well stay where they are. That, that probably will be a bad thing for them. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get called up after Mania. Um, Tay, what did you think of this match? I see that they're kind of yeah. strapping. It looks like even though Nash Carter got a little bit of shine, it seems like they. I, I have a feeling Triple H's eye is on Wesley. Wesley, yeah, yes, yeah Wesley, Wesley was moving around like a mofo. So yes, go ahead. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean it was a great match. I, I I don't have much more to say than than what Mick says. Like it was, they were brilliant. I loved the match. Can I just uh, say, yeah, someone someone said on Twitter, oh, they can't wait to see Wesley versus um, Ricochet whenever that's going to happen. And then someone else replied, yeah, that's going to be the main event of main event. <laughs> Ricochet's not even not wrong. Right uh, I don't understand how they can't do anything with these talent that they have, man. Yeah. Um. All right, to the match for the women's championship. Sorry, Flea, were you going to say something? No, I, I'm nah. <laughs> Io Shirai versus Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Um, Tay, what did you think of this match? I mean, it was all right. Obviously, they had there were a lot better matches on the card. Unfortunately for them, um, it was still a good match. Um, I know there's still there's a bit out there about Io Shirai and should she still have the championship? I personally think it's time for her to give it up. Um, who, who would you give it to? I mean, I don't even know yet. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, it's like, who, yeah, who, I mean, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley needs to go main to the main roster. So you don't want to give it to her. You want to give it to someone that's a bit more kind of up and coming. You can do something with the belt. But then again, like you said, Raquel Gonzalez. Big mummy cool. That's who they're really prepping for it. But yeah, like Io Shirai beat Rhea Ripley, who is of similar stature to Raquel Gonzalez. So how did she? How is she going to beat Rhea Ripley and lose to Raquel Gonzalez? If you see what I mean, because Rhea, because Raquel Gonzalez has Dakota Kai there to help her win it. Maybe, or it might be Dakota Kai that wins it because of Raquel. Maybe. Because of Raquel okay. Gonzalez, it could be that. Okay. Um, Apparently, so this match was cut um, about eight or ten minutes short because they tried the table spot with Tony Storm and the table mm. <laughs> imploded oh, right. before yeah, yeah. The, the spot actually happened. So uh, whatever was meant to happen within that segment of the match never happened, obviously. And um, yeah, the match was cut about eight or ten minutes short. So that probably contributed for the match. Not it wasn't a tables match or anything? No, it, it was, was just a regular match. triple threat match. I, yeah, I'd read something like that, but that, okay, fascinating. Hmm. Yeah, I see. I see Io Shirai doing her dives off a of scaffolding again, like she always does. Yeah, Io Shirai is a, is a great talent. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I kind of see what Tay's saying at the same time. It's, it'd be good to see somebody new in that that position. Mm. So we'll see what happens going into Mania. All right, and the main event: 
Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor. Fully, we're going to come to you. Um, personally, I think this was a great match. This is what I kind of wanted to see to 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 these great talents just beating each other up. Flew coming to you. What was your thoughts? Um, exactly that. I think I haven't watched NXT in a while. Kind of unfairly because I never had a problem with NXT, but because WWE was so dire. NXT kind of got caught up in the whole tsunami of hatred, which is un unfair because it's still a really good product in ring. Um, this is, I think this is the kind of match why I like wrestling. Well, I, like I say, that's why I went to watch this. I went to watch Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor because they're two of the best. Pete Dunne looks amazing. You know, good package before. I like the way NXT looks with a bit of a crowd and the um, super bastard, whatever the screens are called. <laughs> are they called super bastards? What are they called? The super bastard. Anyway. Super um, oh, the super oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd like Wade Barrett on commentary as well, just making sense, obviously not being fed lines, making the match make sense. So I loved this match, except I have two questions for you, gentlemen and ladies. I did love this match. I give it three and four, three and three quarters. Because the, when is, I loved the fact it started with Matt Wrestling. I love Matt wrestling. That's how every match should start, every professional, you know, kayfabe match. But was there too much Matt wrestling in this one? Oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, they've been, this is 12 minutes. This is 12 minutes of people rolling about. And so, and don't get me wrong, I love this. But was there slightly too much Matt wrestling, your opinions? Yeah, possibly. I think where how wrestling is the heading right now where, where it is at at the moment it's, it's going to be a bit too much of everything right now so even mm -hmm. if in a basic match when it's like <sighs> everybody doing the same old moves and the same yeah. old Canadian destroyers and the same old kickouts and the same old even with Matt wrestling it's going to be a bit exaggerated and oh look what we're doing we're doing something different but you're not really and it's like um yeah there was they could have cut the Matt wrestling a bit sure I did appreciate what they were doing it I mean Finn looked really great grappling with Pete on the ground, they look like these two are master amazing. Technicians, amazing technicians, but yes, it went a bit too far. And a lot of the same moves were kind of repeated. Like, I noticed Pete Don kept st stamping on Finn's hands like for thousands of times, and you're like, Finn's like, ah, he sold it. Like, that's what you do when you break things, you just straighten your fingers at the end. Yeah. He was just doing that on it, just straightening it. He sold it so ah. well. He <laughs> sold it. That was the point. You can't slag it off because it's... An, and the other thing is, normally I kind of, you know, I'll be forward one and I'll turn to the missus and go, what's this bit? I have a look at this. And someone will do a triple flip through a table and, and she'll be like, great. But when I showed her Pete Dunne snapping the fingers, she actually went, ooh. ooh and it's... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'll still be doing that move, which is more entertaining. If I, You know, the, the move I hate the most is when they bounce off the ropes and they run through the second rope and do a dive, and then they run back, and they do the flip over the top rope, because everyone does that now. But and I'm more impressed by the mat wrestling and the fake snapping of the fingers than any of that stuff, which just shows you true talent. Plus, Pete Dunne can do that when he's 60. These kids who are doing the triple flip super bombs won't be able to be doing that next week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyway, but question two to you all, and this mm. is a tough one. I don't think you guys are ever going to go this deep. Has there ever been a wrestler who has pulled off that bikini wrestling? You know the what Pete Dunne <laughs> like for you, you know the bikini, the singlet, the singlet. And I was going for it. I was going. Andre the Giant didn't pull it off. Natural Disasters didn't pull it off. Pete Dunne, 
when they are mat wrestling, the problem is you can. If there's just there's a thin line between mat wrestling and then just looking at a man's genitals rolling around on the mat, <laughs> isn't there? Especially when you're in a bikini. So my, my question to all of you is: a wrestler who has pulled off the bikini look, go ahead. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. <laughs> I knew you'd say this, so I've actually written down here. I actually wrote down on my notes: no, he's wearing slight shorts. Yeah, I knew you were going to say true. that as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And to be said, I I, I don't actually like that attire on anyone because I think, like you're saying, I just think it looks too awkward and stuff like that. But now it's said, the I don't think I had an issue with Pete Dunne wearing it. Yeah, the shorts work on Kurt Angle because that's the old wrestling look. Mm. But the bikini look, <laughs> name one wrestler, name a wrestler who's pulled off the bikini. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But what would you say, what do you, Megs Tay? What do you think of the match, though? I think um, going back to what you said about the mat wrestling, mm -hmm. I think it it was a bit too much. But I think for me, that only suffered because we've seen two matches with Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly, which is very similar um, before this one. So it's like maybe what this would have benefited from. Not that anyone complained about this match, but it being a different style of match, a different style of competitor. But um, yeah, this was this was what I wanted. I've wanted as two UK-based guys with Finn and Pete Dunne, like you said as well, Wade Barrett on commentary, I think was valuable as well, telling mm -hmm. the story of the match. I think they just all done a really, really stellar job. And um, I, there's a part of me that always went, I wanted Pete Dunne to win. I didn't think it was ever going to happen, but I definitely thought, come on, this is, this is his time now. Um, but yeah, really, really well done match. Tay? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I thought that before with there was a bit too much mat wrestling. Um, and I wanted a bit more of um more Finn Balor style. It was very kind of Pete Dunn. Um, but it it was still a great match. And I I, I can't say that it, it wasn't bad at all. Like yeah, no. okay, my I've had a bit too much, but I still enjoyed it regardless. Mm. Yeah, it was still one of the best yeah. um WWE matches of the year without question. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match. Not, I know it's early doors, but you know, well, in fact, you know, it's one of the best WWE matches I've seen recently. I know I haven't seen that much, but yeah. By December, it'll be one of the best matches still of the year. Yeah. So Finn picks up the win and uh, was celebrating outside, retaining his NXT title. Gets attacked by Oni Larkin and Danny Butch. Butch? Danny Butch. Butch, sorry. They attack him, throw him in the ring, start beating him up. Then the Undisputed come out to make the save. Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, they make the save. Kyle O'Reilly picks up Finn, says, hey, you're one of us. You're a true champion. You know, we got you. We got your back. They go to do the Undisputed sign. And then Adam Cole gives Finn Balor the sweet chin music. Uh, Max, I know you were very disappointed by this because I know Undisputed is one of your favorite factions. Undisputed was one of my favorite factions, but I've lost interest recently, if I'm honest with you. But um, going to you, did you did you think it was right to split up? Well, we don't know if they split up completely. This could be a little rouge. We don't know. But at the moment, it's looking like there's a split between the two because Roderick Strong wasn't happy with Adam Cole making it, but he still went away with Adam Cole where Kyle Riley was upset. And oh, yeah, I forgot to mention Adam Cole sweet-chinned Kyle Riley too. Yeah, so um, what's your thoughts about this? Could this be a possible split up for Undisputed? If it is, do you want to see this? Are you happy about this? Let's go. Bruv, when I was watching this pay-per-view, I was actually wearing my Undisputed Era merch t-shirt and my heart broke when Adam Cole done that switching music to Kyle O'Reilly. 
more so I blamed myself. I said, I need to stop buying T-shirts that belong to factions and tag teams because they're always going to split up and let you down. Um, Not the new yeah. day. Not the new day. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I think they've been getting stale. They have been stale for some time, Undisputed Era. Um, I think some we would have seen this come in. Obviously, Kyle O'Reilly's been pushed to the forefront of Undisputed Era. Um, Adam Cole's been doing the whole thing in the background. I'm, I'm in support of Kyle O'Reilly. I want him to win the NXT Championship. Um, and I don't know how much they're linking it to old storylines um, in the past, but Bullet Club, before they kind of made a split, um, there was this kind of thing where they always used to go, Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is fine. There's no issue here. Bullet Club is fine, was the saying. And that's kind of what um, Adam Cole has been doing in recent weeks. So the super kick kind of came out of nowhere um, on the night, but you could tell this was only a matter of time before Adam Cole took offence that Kyler Riley's maybe getting this position in Undisputed Era when he's the, the so-and-so leader. But I think it's going to give us, you know, they've been trying to find a way to put an NXT title on the WrestleMania card. Finn Balor and Adam Cole is a massive match, especially Ooh. while this Bullet Club stuff is going on outside in AEW and stuff like that. That those are two bullet, you know, that's the founding Bullet Club member in Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, who was once upon a time the USA Bullet Club leader. Um, so that that's a massive match. Those are the two longest reigning NXT champions ever, as well. Um, or they can, you know, maybe in a takeover before WrestleMania, if they still do the night before, then mm. Adam Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly would be a brilliant match as well. They've got history as well. So, Megs, me, me and um, Skills have discussed this before. And I don't... Undisputed Era, they don't have a chance on the main roster, do they? Adam Cole, maybe. But come on. Be, and, and, and this isn't me saying I don't believe it. I think they're incredibly talented. But look mm. at them. There's Daniel Bryan got there. Who who else normal looking guy has got there? There's there's a few recent years. I mean, Kevin Owens is probably the most normal looking guy that's got I don't there. Know, he's still got a little bit of a bam bam. He's still got a bit of wrestler bam. No offense to yeah, Adam yeah. Cole. I think's got a slight chance. But the other two cats, with the greatest respect. No chance in hell. When you look at the talent that's on the main roster, Aster Black, for the love of jeez. Yeah. If he, I don't know. I don't know. I think Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly might surprise you. But I think that's exactly what they're doing now. I think they're trying to establish these guys. I think they're trying to establish these guys as singles guys because I don't think they're going to move them up as a unit. They might move them up, and then you know eventually they'll do their reunion tour and get back together and all of that kind of stuff. But. I think that's why they're maybe trying to establish these guys as single guys. And remember now, NXT is actually a thing. The thing of calling people up isn't so much anymore. So yeah. some may go. Adam Cole, for sure, is eventually going to go. Some may stay and just become NXT fixtures. So, Hey, AJ Styles yeah. made it. There's, there's a chance. AJ yeah. Styles was a AJ complete star. He was a star before he, he came. Star that's In which different. case, you've just agreed with me that they don't stand No, yeah, you're, you're right. It, it is slim <laughs> yeah. pickings. You're completely right. Yeah. Um, I'll tell, tell you who won't make it out of that faction. Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> which one is that? Oh, is he the moustache or the diamond? The one with the tash. The the tash. Yeah. Where is, is he injured again? I think he's injured. That yeah. man is oh, injury oh, prone oh, to wrath, man. He, but he, he won't make it for that sheer fact. Because look at Samoa yeah. Joe. If, if, sad to say this. If Undisputed Era was the Radicals, he's Dean Malenko, isn't he? <laughs> he's Dean Malenko. He's, 
He got injured in the first year. He got injured and didn't really come back. I was so sad. Jimenez was one of the best wrestlers of all time. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Make sure anybody listen to this. Go on the network. Do a D Malenko marathon. What's he outstanding? Watch Guerrero Malenko without question. One hundred. But yes, uh, but Bobby Fish is a great wrestler too. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. the world Good won't luck. get to see great years because he's it's always. Yeah. Uh, well, typically, uh, Vince Vince will put Kyle O'Reilly and um, Bobby Fish back together as a tag team, and they can have a tag team run on a main roster. Yeah, true. And that's it. Yeah, on Christmas Day, just gone. I like those undisputed era guys. I think I might call them up. Those three guys, uh, Vince, there's, there's four of them. <laughs> three guys, three guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, Vince, you know, one of them is a diabetic, right? No problem, we'll put them in a sugar versus sugar match. <laughs> No, no, I don't okay. think you can do that. That's really appropriate. You shut your mouth. Who's that? Bobby Fish. Who's Bobby Fish's? Tyler Riley. Tyler Riley's the guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in any kind of disrespectful way. I'm just saying what Vince McMahon will do with that. Vince McMahon will be like, I don't understand. He needs sugar. What is he? Some kind of dancing man? Good question, Chuck. <laughs> the Rock, the Young Rock, premieres today in America. I know, uh, I know. I'm, I, I'm actually very excited to watch it. How, how, how are we gonna watch that, guys? We're gonna have to stream it. I'm gonna have to send legally. the link. Is there I'm a way gonna... that we can watch it legally? I'm gonna try and stream it and send the link on the Kick Out WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I hope, I hope it's fun. I hope it's written well. I hope yeah. they pay some good. It looks I'm, good. I'm, I'm sure they'll pay respect to the wrestling business, but. We'll see. I'm a bit interested to see the characters that people are playing. Like, there's a one guy playing Iron Sheik. Looks a lot like Iron Sheik, to be fair. Yeah. Give him that. Uh, Andre the Giant, Junkyard Dog. It's like it's like Hogan and it's, it's the Hogan cartoon all over again, isn't it? We're talking about. Have you seen the size of Hemsworth for Hogan? So that's still going ahead, isn't it? The Chris. Yeah, so Chris obviously he's playing Thor, so he's got big, but he's got ridiculously big for Hogan. Um. I don't know how I, I feel do. about I don't know how I feel about seeing a Hogan film, you know, if I'm honest with you. Well, it depends if they're honest about it, if they show all the racism and the hideousness. I don't know if they will. Probably I think I, I have a feeling this is just gonna be about a period of time of Hogan's life and not a not a full biopic. So it'll probably be like Hogan making WrestleMania a thing and oh, and, and, maybe, and, and maybe going and maybe leaving WWE because of the steroid scandal. They'll probably just do that. But I think I don't think they're gonna do anything from like I don't think they'll do WCW stuff. I doubt it. I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be a whole full full picture. Who knows? But yo, guys, thank you for for joining me tonight on the kick out. Um, before we sign out, I'm gonna go across the room where people can find your socials. They can follow you. Flu, we'll start with you. Where can they find you in social media? I'm not sure. You tell them. I don't Neil know. Fluellen, at Neil Fluellen on Twitter. Uh, no, I'm not on it. Don't bother. And if I am saying anything, I'm a liar, especially if it's some weird anti-Semitic comments, in which case it definitely was not me. <laughs> Have you heard what's up with the woman from The Mandalorian? Did you read all that? Which woman from Mandalorian? You know, the, the, the larger lady is, is number two. The, the former UFC fighter? Yeah, she's, a, she's very right-wing, and she came out and said that being a Trump supporter is like being a Jew in the Nazi period. 
And now she's been fired for Mandalorian and she's been chucked off everything because obviously that was an idiotic comment. Yeah. So uh, she's done. Oh, she's, she's oh, not I... Mandalorian now. Yes, yeah, of course she is. She's done. What a mug. Why would you say that? You compare yeah. the Trump supporter. Sometimes just think things and just keep yeah. it there. Just keep it in there. People really know how to ruin their bag. They really <laughs> their do know. Like, honestly, they really <laughs> know. Like Compared being a Trump supporter, the, the same people that attacked the Capitol with no repercussions until later on, like maybe a few days later, mm-hmm. to, to Jews who were slaughtered for yeah. their faith. And what? she even put what? a picture. She, she put a picture of a Jewish lady being attacked by a Nazi. Mm. She even put it. Yeah, it's on it's, on Twitter. Yeah. I, you I, know I, what's I, funny? She, she, probably yeah. thought, she probably thought she was being deep and conscious. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting the Jews. Look, I'm doing real like them. Real like them. Fuck off. Uh, hey, we end it on a positive note, guys. Tay, <laughs> uh, where can they find you on the socials? <laughs> Uh, Coco underscore Trace A T R A E T A E. Max, where can they oh. find you? Uh, WrestleManiac UK on everything. And follow me at Skillet World, S K I W L I T World on Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Thank you guys. We are out. We'll tune in again for some more content to the kick out.